Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kadeem Amma ba'd A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Rabbi shrahli swadri Wayasilli amri Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana Innaka antal alimul hakeem All praise due to Almighty Allah The sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Today is the 2nd of Jumad al-Ukhra 1444 With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla We present to you the report back of last week's activities And the title is our report back The Trip to Senten Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us, As for the bounties, favors of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, you must proclaim it, announce it, and pronounce it and announce it, but don't attribute to ourselves. Don't say we, we know, or I, I, I say it happened with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam taught us the lesson, min fadli rabbi. This is the grace of my sustainer, nourisher, and provider. Zulqarnain rahimahullah taught us after he built the big wall to protect the people from the assault of Gog and Magog. Ya'juj and Ma'juj, hadha rahmatun mi rabbi. This is the mercy of my sustainer, nourisher, and provider. He, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man lam yashkurin nas, lam yashkurillah. The person who is not grateful to humanity, in reality is not grateful, thankful to Almighty Allah Jalla wa And the hadith is authentic, mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif. So let us take it day by day and see how far we go. Monday, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, the morning program going very, very well. And we must thank the directors of Radio Al-Ansar International. And MashaAllah, it is on FM. So thousands of people, Muslim, non-Muslim, listen. We must place on record our sincere thanks, appreciation to the Capital Group, especially Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and his at and his entire family, his wife, children, parents, siblings, all of them. Alhamdulillah, that they are the one who came about with this idea, we should start our own radio. So it is four and a half years and more now, only with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, Adam and Fadli Rabbi. So we must thank our brother Junaid Khan, Mona Arafat Atia, and our brother Riyaz Hussein Day in the Durban studios of Ansar. Then Mondays we have, you know, every day our tafsir also. So last week we completed Surah Buruj. And that was the long surah. Now you have shorter surahs from today with Samai, with Tariq. So in that way, so many people are benefiting. Quran Sharif ko khatam karna maksud nahi. Apni zindagi ko Quran Sharif me khatam karna maksud hai. The aim is not just to finish the Quran Sharif. It's a great, great accomplishment. But the greater aim must be we become khadibul kitabi wa sunnah that right till the last breath of ours we are making khidmat and serving all Allah's deen through the Quran and Sharif and the Sunnah Mubarakah teaching, preaching of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then our flagship program the Q&A, mashallah, that's going on for 22 years now when we started media in 2001 
So it was Umar Farooq Hussein. He was one of the directors of, you know, Fari, they used to call him, but his full name, Umar Farooq Hussein, wonderful person. So he discussed with me that he saw I have that zeal for Q&A. He said that this was in January, February 2001. Come, let's start Q&A. And on CII, we started it on Saturday night. So then I told him the Saturday night no good because why? Most people are gone out here and there. We must start Monday night. So from then, we carried on Monday night. But Allah's help, Allah's father is picking up all the time, you know, if you look at the graph. So now with the internet, and it's free in so many countries. So people can listen to us. And then we have, you know, everyday Q&A in the morning. And we have it Sundays after Sunday afternoon also. Because everyday people have so many queries and questions. So tonight also, inshallah, with Arafat, we will have the Q&A. So this also we thank Almighty Allah Jalla Then Tuesday morning again, mashallah, the morning program and then the bliss of marriage. Here we have to thank Sirius FM and that is our brother Faisal Asmal and Yusuf Asmal. They are also his FM. So a lot of people, so many of them meet me. They send messages in the East Rand, Springs, Benoni and, you know, Boxburg and all these areas up to Belfort and that also sometimes they catch it, you know, depending on the reception and the weather and so forth and so on so mashallah that also is picking up and then the tafsir on Tuesday Tuesday night I have tafsir when I came here then to on January 2001 so they came to me the brothers one brother I still remember came to me is our brother Anwar Musa he was the Amir of the Zlanesia region and section they used to call him Amir Sab Amir Sab so Anwar Musa is Memon, you know, so I know him from those days. So I speak with him Memon many times, but now he left there, he's sitting somewhere in Neisner, where his daughter's place there. So he's no more here. So he told me, Aki Karja, like, you must do something. So I said, very good. Every day I will give you all one hadith lesson. So mashallah, they're still carrying on. And then I had a system that Monday night was, you know, Q&A, Tuesday night was Jami Masjid, and then Wednesday, Thursday was the other Masjid. Then night programs came and all that. Then I left all the Masjid, but I said Jami Masjid, I'll carry on. So mashallah, that also is carrying on. So now I did few weeks ago Surah Kawthar, then Surah Kafirun. Then this week we did the past Tuesday, Ida Jaa Nasrullah, Surah Nasr, and explain to people. Now take one lesson, each one of us. You see, now next week we will be saying, this week Sunday, next week Monday, Tuesday, what we will be saying? 2023, right? So when we know we are going nearer to our death, we know we're going nearer to our grave and qabr and wherever else. So remember that Mustafa Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mission is coming to an end now. Yadkhuluna fi dinillahi afwaja. The people are entering in the fold of Islam in their droves and droves, in their big, big groups. Afwaj means army. Fawjun afwaja. So afwaj. So that is what is meant. So you, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said the precedent for humanity and posterity, for sabih bihamdi rabbik, so glorify Almighty Allah, subhanallah bihamdihi, subhanallah bihamdihi. And if you study Quran Sharif, we say that it is lightning, it is thunder. We say the cow is making this noise, the lion is roaring, and this animal, this reptile, and the bird is chirping. We got all different words. But Allah says, Every creation of Almighty Allah is singing, glorifying, praising Almighty Allah. What words do they read? Subhanallah bihamdihi. You know, in the morning when I finish, then I go for salat, I come back. Then the birds are all waiting, you know. 
what a wonderful sight. Today also it happened. Before I can put their food for them, they already flapping their wings and they come and they look inside the tire and it's empty. And you see they're so disappointed, you know. Then when I put the food, then they're flapping again and then they're smiling. See, even the birds, they know it's our breakfast time. We must be ready and then we must start flapping. So you know the cars, they want to start the engines before time and make big race is going to start like you see so these are the birds that is there so human being we don't understand Quran says you don't understand what they're saying but they're praising Allah therefore Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah whole December you hear so remember I went to Cape Town for Khatam of Bukhari Sharif with the help and mercy of Allah so Imam Bukhari is a genius, Amirul Mu'minin fil Hadith. In his last Hadith, he brings Habibatan and Kalimatan, Ilar Rahman and Thakilatan fil Mizan. All that he brought, two light words, Khafifatan al very, very light on the tongue, and Thakilatan fil Mizan. Subhanallah bihamdihi. We're reaching the end now. So practice on Ida Jaa Nasrullah which Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu was commanded. So we must keep this on our tongue, man, abundantly. Subhanallah bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. And wastaghfir. Astaghfirullah. 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 And then we have Q&A. So mashallah that goes. And I remember I came back home about 10 o'clock, you know. So Wednesday, mashallah, is the same. That morning we have, and then bless of marriage, and then tafsir. Then asr time, I go here to the khanka, read asr salat. Now, Wednesday afternoon last week, there was such a big storm here in Lens, you know. Now I went, and if you know Lens, where the Mercedes is, you know, extension 8. From there, the road closed, the robot, and that. So now I say I have to do some ijtihad, you know. Now we have to use our brains a little bit. So I said, let me turn right, and I went right around, you know. And I came out there by Glenmead Hospital, right being long chakar. Now there, when I come there to Glenmead, again traffic jam. Now what? So you must always follow the taxis. These taxis are all sharpshooters. They stop where they want to. They turn where they want to. Nobody can tell them anything. Everybody carrying a gun, you know. So if they tell, just tell you, you must just make sure they don't bump into you, you know. So I see <coughs> these taxis, <coughs> they're all moving in one direction. So they're going through the mall, the trade route mall. I said, oh, this is a good move. Let me also follow the taxis. But now the water is building up. I'm worried if I go through here, the taxi is high. I mustn't get stuck, you know. But we say, Bismillah, Khairul Asma. Allah Ta'ala's name is the best name. Bismillah, Majreha wa Mursaha. Allah, let us move with your name. Let us stop with your name, Ya Allah. The Dua Nabi Nuh, alayhi salam. So nicely we went, and then you go through the trade route mall. The taxi guys, sharpshooters, they know they don't have to pay. They just take out the coupon, and then on the other side, in five minutes, you're there. First 15 minutes or half an hour is free. So now they just go. So we went right around like that, you know. And other people were still waiting. In life, yeah, especially our Gauteng, I don't know about other parts. But if you're in a hurry, you must just follow the taxis. Then you must know you're safe. Because even if the police stop you, you must tell him all these taxi guys, you give them a fine, then you give me a fine. So they can't say anything then. What emergency it is for them? So they have to pick up passengers. So we also got emergency. So that's a short way of doing things. So alhamdulillah, ya so when I reached there, I was late 15, 20 minutes or so. So I told Hazrat Mufti Sahib, Ke aaj lamba chakkar karke aya. I made a long tawafu ziyarat and came, you know. And I told him it rained so much here. The roads are closed. The traffic lights, robots not working. And it's like paya jam. Paya jam means all the wheels are stuck, like you see. So in Urdu, you say paya jam. <coughs> Mashallah, we have our tea, then I give all the news, views, and interviews what's going on in the world, then Maghrib Salat, and then Bukhari Sharif Dars and Lesson, and so forth. Then we come back, then it's, you know, I'm alone with Hazrat Mufti Sahib, I make my own notes, Mashallah, 
and then you know we ask questions and a lot of discussion and so forth so make dua for Hazrat Muftisab make dua for his family and that big sacrifice we are indebted to Mohana Shabir Saluji Sahib he invited Hazrat yeah, he came in July 1987 you do the mathematics yourself more than 35-36 years Hazrat is here and alone no family you know we is family so you must remember this type of things here yeah. when he became teacher in Madrasa Arabia Islamia Newtown so Hazrat bin Nuri's Madrasa's name at that time was this now the name has changed so Hazrat bin Nuri's time it was that name so Hazrat was appointed as a teacher in 74 and I went in 74 in the beginning and we the first Jamaat the first group of Hazrat so from 1974 till now we almost 2024 now. Next week is 2023. So you do the match is 50 years plus minus, you know. Islamically is 50 years. So Allah's fazl, Allah's grace, Allah's rahmah, Allah's mercy. So when you must have special, special ta'alluq with your teachers, you will go very far in life. You must remember that. Then I come back and this and lot of stories and then I have supper, you know, so late supper. I always tell my wife she must eat, finish and don't wait for me and all that because I have my tea there and all that long story. Then Thursday, mashallah, that I went to Panoli in the morning because I was expecting guests in the afternoon and, you know, I had to go somewhere and so forth also. So thereafter, we did our fiqh lesson with Mu'az Aid Khan, and that was Islam and Christianity, part two. So, mashallah, it played last night also, six to seven and seven to eight. And anybody wants that Islam to Christianity, the podcast, you must just contact me, 071-888-1184. Just write Christianity. Don't make long, long stories. Kiss, keep it short and sweet. So, inshallah, then I'll send it. Whatever program you want of mine, you just put ishara there, one, two words, and we'll send it to you. Inshallah, Aziz. And that was the tafsir and so forth, and we got very good feedback on that, on the programs with Allah's help. Why we Muslims are not allowed to celebrate Christmas, New Year, and all that. So this week, Thursday, also, we will choose a nice topic so you will understand a lot of things about Islam and the Gregorian calendar and Christianity and so forth and so on. So, inshallah, Aziz. So that was Thursday. Then Thursday afternoon, in my tafsir for years now, these two India brothers, they come there and they said, so they really, really requested me, please do me a favor. They know I don't like all these things, but for them I did it. So they told me, told me please, we'll come fetch you. We're opening a new factory, new shop and what and what. So I thought must be just five, ten kilometers away from here. So thirty kilometers away. So mashallah, so I we left here half past two, quarter to three. Then I told them before we go there, Go this masjid because Friday I got a lecture there and I can't find this masjid, you know. We went once before we couldn't find. So they started laughing. So the one brother said, no, I know where the masjid is. Masjid Ibadur Rahman, extension 10. Let me tell you about Lanesia. Lanesia is the best place to be in, you know. We got more than 50, five zero masajid. I'm not speaking of musallas, masajid, proper mosque. If you take lands, you take all the Asia, south, all that, more than 50 masajid we have. Take, for example, Asr Salat. You will find today. You will find 5 o'clock, quarter past 5, 5.30, 5.45, 6 o'clock, 6.15. So me, I go for that one, 6.15. Why? Because I can sleep and then I stay in the masjid, read Quran Sharif. Yes, Sufi Masjid is the nearest masjid also for me. So I go there. Zohar also I'm there because it's the earliest. Quarter to one is Zohar. Then I come, I do Tafsir. So see what a bounty it is when you have all the masajid nearby. Fajr time, same thing. I see where is the latest Fajr. So I can speak more on the radio and then I run away to the masjid. So whichever masjid, like now today, I go to masjid where it's 10 to 5. The other masjid got 20 to 5, quarter to 5. There they got 10 to 5. Sufi masjid. So Fajr, Zohar, Asr, Maghrib, I'll be there. And remember, Isha, I go to Jami normally. So that is how it is. So we have a choice and we are spoiled for choice. Remember that. 
So we went there to that masjid and we now said, right, I know where it is. So Friday when we're rushing there, then we know exactly where it is. From there, we landed up right next to next to Rudy Put. So they're going to open a big factory new next year, ice cream factory and everything. You know, those India brothers, when they do something, they do it the style, you know wonderful big premises and I was really surprised you know I told must be one small shop or something and Allah Ta'ala give them barakah they invited some of their family members only men <clears throat> then we had some chai and all that you know India people very very you understand generous and very very hospitable so then they show me around and then we make dua there and all then I told him because me I must sleep now so that was now Thursday. So then Thursday night now, you know, we're busy with emails and all these things there. Friday, mashallah, very busy day for me. So after our program, all these things there, now I must prepare for two khutbahs. One khutbah from the Haram Sharif in Makkah. So Sheikh Bandar Balila, they spoke, you know, from Makkah Mukarramah. They in Medina Munawwara, Sheikh Ali bin Abdurrahman Huzaifi, his Imam of the of Majid Nabawi, he was Imam in Makkah also for a few months and he made Tarawih there and so forth and so on. I heard him first time in 79 for Sheikh. Now you work it out, 79, 20, 22. So I remember I delayed my leaving from Medina. I wanted to read my last Maghrib Salat. I had a flight to catch. So I told the taxi guy, you must wait for me here. When the Imam makes Salam, I'm not going to wait for Janazah Salat. And you must be there. We jump in and straight you must rush to the Matar, to the airport. He said, fine. So Alhamdulillah, everything was done and all that. This was 79, you know. And thereafter, then I heard him so many, mashallah. I met him so many times also with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. And you know every Quran in the Haramain Sharifain. If you know Arabic, you must read the history at the back, how they compiled it and so. He is the Mushrif of the Lajna. So he was the main supervisor to see every word, every letter, every Fatha, Kasra, Dhamma must be correct. Obviously, he had a team under him. And the person who wrote it, remember with his hand, no computer and typing, with his own hand, be Yadihi Sharifa, Sheikh Usman Hussein Taha, I met him also. So he's in Medina, he wrote my name, he wrote my wife's name, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So all these are basic things you must know, you know, that what's there? To write one Quran takes three years for him. I asked him that time, how many Quran Sharif you wrote? Seven Quran Sharif he wrote, and then he gave it to the Mujamma Malik Fahad, and then they start producing million, million, million copies, and they give it out free of charge. So what a great khidmat. What good they do, we must speak about that. So remember, that's excellent work they did. Now, in Madina Manovara, last week, Friday, his son, Sheikh Ahmed Huzaifi, Imagine for the wife, for the mother, what an honor. Her husband is imam more than 40 years. Her son is imam there three, four years or more. And now today, that is Friday, the first time you deliver khutbah, they in Medina Manovara. So that is how. That is what to Izzu Mantasha, what to Zillu Mantasha. And last week I sent out his historic khutbah. The best khutbah Sheikh Huzaifi delivered in his 40 plus years was against the Shias, the Kuffar. Rafsam Jani was there, and in his presence, the president, prime minister, whatever, he said that the Shias are kuffar. He said, Khomeini Imamu Dwalala. That's the words he used. So then they suspended him and long story and all these things. Yeah. So that is how Allah Ta'ala gives honor. Then we left. My brother Muhammad Khan came. I told him you must be at 12 o'clock. So, mashallah, he was here, one minute past 12, and then we reached there. Now I knew the road properly, alhamdulillah. So this was a house, and they transformed it, mashallah, into a masjid. And mashallah, this khanka of ours, they also involved. The imam, now when I met him, and I said, oh, you the imam. You live in our street, man. I know you very well. So, Maulana Muhammad Umar, so mashallah. And when I went there to the masjid, I couldn't believe the masjid is packed to capacity. Why? Because they have Jummah early. So I told him, no, I can only come there 20 past 12 
I'll read two rakat, Tahiyatul Masjid, and 25 past we start. Then we took it live also. MashaAllah, we spoke about Christmas, we spoke about New Year, we spoke about the Palestinians and the challenges the Ummah are facing. So all relevant topics, that also is live and podcast, we sent it out and so forth. And then I said that now we go home and we must eat some acne and then I must sleep, you see. So that was now Friday. So you might be wondering that I called today's lesson, trip to sentence. So we already were Friday, but sentence didn't come in. So then Friday, mashallah, I spoke to my niece and them. So they said, fine, they got bookings there in sentence and they're coming there for three, four days. So my sister is there. Let me tell you now, because today I got extra time, you know. So Brother Yusuf Ali, he took off today, he's on leave like. So then I told him, fine, that I will take it till 3 o'clock. So, mashallah, so you see, my parents, father passed away, 82 Ramadan, mother passed away in 97, and Allah grant them all Jannatul Firdaus. Then my two brothers, one brother passed away, 2002. I went to Aqsa, myself, my wife, we fastened ihram there, and then we performed Umrah, we came to Medina. Then also I wanted to make a Jummah in Masjid Nabawi. So if I go by plane, I will miss the plane. Imagine if I go by plane, I'll miss the plane. But if I go by car, I will make it. So my brother there in Jeddah, Hafiz Ismail, brother meaning my cousin. So he's there, mashallah. He told me, okay, we do this. He will send his driver, Abdurrahman, and straight after Jumma, we pack the car up before Jumma, everything, and he will meet me there after Jumma. No janazah salat. We don't wait for anything. So after Jumma, we leave straight. So we left. And my flight was with A Egypt. So if you're going to fly with Saudi Airlines from Medina to Jeddah, then you have to take another taxi to go to the other airport. Now that's another half an hour, one hour chakkar. So you won't make it then. So we went and we're pressing, he's pressing. So mashallah, when I reached the Jeddah, I phoned him off his smile to tell him we made it in time. He said, no, you must phone home. Your brother is very ill. So he doesn't know my brothers very well. So I said, which one? He said, he doesn't know. So I phoned Heidelberg, I phoned the houses, I phoned the shops, nobody picking up. I said, something really happened. I phoned Derwin, so then they told me, my brother Abdul Ghaffar, he had a stroke. But I knew that's not right, because he used to suffer from low blood, not high blood, you know. So then I managed to get through to them. They were in the hospital, and he was in ICU, critical. So I told him, see, I'm at the airport. I'm leaving just now from Jeddah to Cairo, Cairo, Joburg. So whatever happens, you'll wait for me, and I'll be there in time, inshallah. So I'll and keep a car ready for me. It was a Saturday. So they kept Maulana Muhammad Ridwan, who's the imam here in Furqan for 22 years, mashallah, that when I started CII January 2001, he started there in Houghton. So that's how I know. So anyway, he wasn't even married and all at that time. Afterwards, he got married, mashallah. So when I came, we went, he came to fetch me, we went straight to the hospital, and there, there was an African doctor. What a gentleman he turned out to be, you know. So he told me, your brother's condition is very bad. And uh, I tell me, told him, dog, give it to me straight, you know. Whatever it is and all these things, then I'll tell you what we will do and all that. He said, okay, let's monitor for one more night and so forth, but I need all your details. So I gave him, furnished him with all the details. And then Sunday morning, early he phoned me. So we rushed from here, all the family were here also, from Durban and so forth, my sister and them. So we rushed and so he said, see, I need this bed now, and now you must make decision. I said, dog, give me one hour. We want to gather the family and pray. You know what a gentleman this African doctor was. He told me, for you, I give you three hours. I said, subhanallah. So, mashallah, then we all were making dua. It was just a matter of time. But he told me, when I come back 10 o'clock, I don't want anybody here. So I said, fine, I give you my word. So, mashallah, when he came, everybody was out. And then only I was there and my sister-in-law, she was there and so forth and so on. So he said, yeah, that's fine. And then he switched off the ventilator. I saw him. because I told him, yeah, switch it off. It's fine. I give you permission and whatever. So I saw that what he did and that, you know, and then he passed us away. So imagine we were in Jeddah and from Makkah, Medina, and then Jeddah, and then we made it and so forth. All with Allah's help, Allah's Sunday, then was Janazah and so forth. So this was 2002. 
2013, my other brother, Ahmad Rashidi, passed away. I spent two hours with him. And then his son, Muhammad Ridwan, was taking him to hospital. And then he passed away there, Donald Gordon, and so forth. So this is how my two brothers passed away and two sisters are still alive. And I'm the youngest one. Therefore, I'm the spoiled one. You know, my father and mother used to spoil me too much. So they used to say, don't tell him anything. He's becoming half his, you see. So that was an added thing. And they all write left hand. I'm the only one who write right hand. So my two brothers, two sisters, all lefties. I'm righty, as you say. So anyway, I spoke to them. They said, fine. They come into Stenton. They got a smart hotel. I don't know what and what. And good price. Special and all. So I said, fine. After Zohar, I will leave from here and I'll meet you all there. So they say that now. People make me laugh, you know. Now, because I suppose when you have children, grandchildren, then all these things happen. Some people go to Drakensberg. Some people go to Sun City. I'm not saying to go to these places is permissible. I'm just telling you, I know of people, right? Some go to Drakensberg. Some go to Sun City. Some go to Senton. Some go here, there, Durban. I ask them, what for what you're going? Just tell me that. You see, first reason we don't want to stay at home is load shedding. This load shedding, Makon's mal, is making us go mad and crazy. One. Two, I say, what is reason number two? You say, all the maids are gone. We can now every day wash and prepare and that best we go away now. Two. I say, third reason, you say, so many visitors will come here, rather we all disappear. So that's right. So these are the three main reasons they give. And then we want to take our children out. So that are the reasons the Ummah give. You analyze it and see whether it's right or is wrong. But anyway, that was the reasons I got from many people. They say these are there's road shedding, it make us go crazy. No maids go, it make us more crazy. And then visitors will come, they just come tatmat in Memon, we say, just come eat and this and they run away, they don't help. So rather we run away before they come and all these things here. And then the children's story. So anyway, so I left from here Saturday afternoon and about 2 o'clock or so I left after lunch and so forth, Zohar and lunch, and then we went. So after maybe two, three, four years, I'm going to sentence, you know. That's another thing of lands. You don't have to go anywhere. Everything is available here. I don't know when last I went shopping or anything to Johannesburg also. I can't remember. Must be three, four, five years, you know. That we went to. Everything is available here with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. So now I must look at the road because I mustn't get lost. So mashallah, on the highway, we just take Grayston and then I see one turn, Benmore. I see the Alawa Smart Hotel, you know. So I asked him, how old is this hotel? He says, six months. I say, subhanallah. So Mona Ismail Osman is married to my niece, mashallah. They got three flowers, three daughters, mashallah. Now we're making dua. They must get married also. And my sister was there also. So she's well in the 70s. So I was very happy to see them. I supposed to go to Trichat. They told me, no, they're coming this side. So I said, fine. So we took food, all that for them. And we all had acne. They had acne there. So I just had tea and whatever you. So it was like a nice, you understand, reunion with them and so forth. So then I told them, you've got three rooms here. I see very nice it is, you know. So I'm going to sleep in one room. Let me test it out. You understood? So I see it and I slept for half an hour, one hour because if I can't sleep in the afternoon then I know I can't function. So that's how we went to Senton and so forth after so many years. No traffic, no nothing Saturday afternoon and uh, before Asar I was back six o'clock and then I went to Sufi Masjid, quarter past six. So we spent two, two and a half, three hours plus minus with them and it was very very good very very nice so that's why we call it up to Senten and then Sunday mashallah that in the morning Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab and them were gone to Stenger and camped down for the Bukhari Khatam and program so there was no majlis so then we go then our shopping now you see our shopping is what just here around the corner one two kilometers away go the shop the shop the shop and come back but Sunday is a busy day because now we have Q&A and so forth so Hafiz Wadi said he's very busy so now he can't be available so Mona Khalid Yaqub 
during the course of the week he said yeah it's fine and then he hosted the program and mashallah it went very well so even this week here that New Year's Day he will be on Mona Khalid Yaqub so in that way there then we did the Q&A so that was Sunday and so forth now the last 15-20 minutes I got let me discuss some real pertinent important issues let's go country to country and see let us be honest each one of us when last we do, somebody's soccer team loses somebody's cricket team loses you will see people muslims live non-muslims muslims they crying and so forth and so on did we when last did we cry for Minama, for burma for the rohingya muslims today's news is this a boat is going, going, drifting, drifting, 150 passengers. Now on BBC I heard, so you must remember that they said that now they all passed away and they, they won't say Shaheed and Shuhada. They are the most oppressed people in the world. If you've been to Burma, you've been to Myanmar, they are Buddhist. And they hate the Muslims with a passion. And they raped our Muslim women, multiple rape. And they killed and murdered our people. When they went to Bangladesh to thought they'll get some refuge there. This Bangladesh government, they are another government under India. So they said, no, we don't allow you. And then they allowed them, they dumped them somewhere. So imagine you're born in a country, you stay in a country, <coughs> and then this regime change or what have you, and then the first target are the minority Muslims, and then they murder them, kill them, their children, and what and what, and rape, not one time rape, multiple rape and so. But where is the Ummah? I'm posing this question to you. Where is the Ummah today? Buzzy with holidays, wine, uh, for non-Muslims is wine, dine and swine. For the Muslim, we got load shedding, we got this, we got this, and there's no maids. Let us do it. Let us face the reality. Allah forbid, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that Allah alone protect us. If something like that happens in South Africa, Africa, where will we turn to? I'm asking you. So halat conditions come from Almighty Allah. It's very easy to say they were not practicing Islam, they were doing this, this. What Islam we are practicing, I want to ask you. So it's just the fadl and the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. So at least for the Muslim, the oppressed, the downtrodden, and the people who United Nations have said also, you know how biased they are against Muslim. They said that they are the most oppressed people in the world. So that's one country. If you ask our people what is Minama, what is, they don't even know what you're talking about. Half the Muslim to Khabi Ghaflat half the Muslim are leading a life of total of Alice in Wonderland, in Dreamland they are. They don't even know what you're talking about. You understand? So this kind of thing. Second one, go to Syria. Do you know Syria? There was Hafizul Asad. Hafizul Asad, Pakka, Shia, Alawi, Pakka, Kuffar. And he murdered, slaughtered thousands of Sunni Muslims. Our great Mashaikh, our Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, my Ustad and our Ustad, Rahimullah, 50 years in Makkah, he passes away in Istanbul from Halab, from Aleppo. They left 50 years ago because of the atrocities and the crimes committed by the Assad regime. Father Hafiz and the son Bashar Assad, Pakka Kufar, Shias, the worst type you can get. So see what they are doing there. And who is there for them? These Arab pot dictators, they will say slaughter them as long as we can make peace with Israel. So that is their mentality. So understand what is the real politics. Bashar Assad, same thing going on. So they thought they will win, but they don't, because among themselves they're fighting and so forth. So the Muslims are being killed. One side, the Turkish are there. They say they want to attack the Kurds. One side, the Russians are there. Russia's only base in the Middle East is their Tartus. All this much you should know at least, you know. So that they will never give up and therefore they defend Bashar Assad and Israel whenever they feel like they just come and attack them. And who they are attacking most of the time? The Sunnis. 
So imagine from four sides, one from the government, one from Israel, one from the Russians, and one you must remember from the Americans are also in the mix there and so forth. And uh, Turkey and the Kurds got their war going on. So how much can they? You see, millions of them have become refugees. Who is there for them? I'm asking you. Majority Syria, I've been three, four times. Majority of the people, Sunni, but the government is Shia. And they have no bones about it. For them to shoot you, rape the woman is nothing. They will consider it as a joke because they did it so many times. So that is the reality on the ground. Come to Palestine. I spoke to you so many times. Today I sent out a message on the Telegram, on the Twitter account, on all the groups. Gideon Levy says he's a big shot journalist in the Haaretz newspaper. Every time he writes an article, you must read it. So he said it's about time that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, their members who are attacking the innocent Palestinians and they are attacking the unarmed ones, they must be taken and they must be, you know, there must be a court case, they must be imprisoned and so forth and so on. They get away with war crimes, with impunity and it's not going on for one two three years for more than 70 years they want to come tell us about the holocaust and all that that six million is one big fat lie what is the fact is six million palestinians today are living in the diaspora who is there for them you think the Saudi Arabia is for them? Saudi Arabia, there's Mohammed bin, there's, I don't want to call him Mohammed, he's murtad. MBS is murtad bin Shaitan. He, he don't allow the imams to even use the word Yahud. That is your status quo currently in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madina, Munawwara. No imam can make dua and use the word Yahud. So remember this, I translate every week, so we know that much what's going on. And you must remember this, that he's more interested. You think this Emirates, Emiratis, they will help? They were nothing. They're all busy with Israel. You think the king of Bahrain, the king of Morocco, the king of Jordan, the tyrant and Zalim and Fir'aun, they in Egypt, you, they're all busy, busy, poot-licking Israel and America. So that is the status quo. These children, they said, you stole our Masjid Ibrahimi. You stole our Masjid after you murdered our people in the Masjid Baruch Goldstein. And this guy who's the Minister of Public Security, Etimar Ben Gwir, he was his best friend. They belonged to one party. And they said, we must use more force against the Palestinians. We must kick them out and drive them out. That is their mentality. And like Iraq, India, so see what is happening. They're telling the Muslims, make Ram, Ram, otherwise you go to Kabristan or Pakistan. So that is the slogan, if you understand Hindi and so forth and so on. So who is there for them? The children said, we can't wait for anybody. The youth said, we will give our life for Aqsa. We won't let Aqsa fall. Bidam Aqsa. So our blood, our life, we will give for you. So imagine what what resolve they have, what iman they have. But me and you, we want to say that the difficulties they go through, that is punishment for them. We in South Africa always say, Allah forbid it will never happen. If a crook comes with a water pistol also, our huzu will break. We're so hopeless, useless, just big mouth, that's what we are. Let us be honest what's happening on the ground. In a whole masjid, 100, 200 people come, and in a masjid, and one, two crooks come. They take everybody's cell phone away, take everybody's money away, and nothing can be done. That is how we are. So, I mean, so we must think properly that when we too comfortable in our comfort zone, in our luxury, then we become oblivious. We start forgetting the real plight of this ummah, how they are suffering. Gaddafi was a crazy guy, the West told you. But Gaddafi never owned, never owed the World Bank, never owed the IMF one US dollar. 
He would give his people free water. He would give his people free electricity. He would give them free education. When they got married, $50,000 was given to them. Show me one country in the world that does that. But the West portrayed him, you must remember, as a madcap, as somebody. We don't agree with him on many issues, but what good he did for his people. And he told them two things and see how it came through. He told them, the day I'm gone, then you will cry for Gaddafi. Look at Libya, torn to pieces, pieces, and the West stealing the oil from there. The study stealing oil from Yemen. They're stealing oil. Yemen today doesn't have enough diesel and enough petrol to run their hospitals with generators. So why? Because MBS decided to attack them, 16,000 people, 16 million people, 16 million people on the verge of starvation, thousands of people killed, because why? He wants to become king. America tell him, kill, he'll say, I'll kill. How? So that is how they behave. So you must remember this. These are your Muslim rulers. 100% murtad they are. So I just told you a little bit about Minama, about Syria, about Libya, about Palestine. So let's carry on. Pakistan. What can you say about Pakistan? Choroki hukumat here. And the hukumat, the government of who? Now last week it came, they're making a halal beer. You see, this halal certificate is a curse for this ummah. Uh, this chicken is halal, this meat is halal, this beer is halal, this chocolate is halal. It's just a money-making gimmick. You must remember these type of things here. Yeah? So now they say, yeah, So now in Pakistan, they got halal beer and this type of... You go to Saudi Arabia, you go to Emirates, you go to Bahrain, you go to... Alcohol is flowing now, so you must remember this, under the carpet, under the table, but it's flowing. So remember this, and other countries sell it openly. So that which Islam said, your, your, your World Cup, our Muslims say there was no alcohol. There was no alcohol in the stadium, but outside they opened the biggest liquor shop in the world almost. So you must remember that because this kufar, they can't stay without their beer and whiskey and alcohol for more than three, four hours. So then at that time during the match, no. In the match in the stadium, no. But outside everything available, openly available. Quran Kareem states Innamal Khamru Wal Maysuru Wal Ansabu Wal Azlamu Ritsun is Napak impure min Amali Shaitan. This gambling, this alcohol, it is the handiwork of Shaitan. Fajtanibu, you must stay away from it, La Allakum Tuflihun. But people will say, What the wonderful World Cup. Al Khamru Ummul Khabais, Al Khamru Ummul Fawahish is the mother of all vices and so forth. When Islam says something is haram, remember Allah created us. He knows what is best for us. But today's human being, freedom, freedom. What your freedom brought you? It brought you gay business, lesbian business, more haramis and so forth. Everything is dropping. Your hospitals are in a chaos. Your education system, you waiting for your matric results. Let me be fair and open with you. That matric certificate is not worth the paper on which is returned. You go to Africa and ask them if they'll accept it. Now I'm in Europe, America. Ask them if they will accept it. I went to New Zealand three times. My neighbor, you know, so his family, his grandparents and then my neighbors. So I met the one youngster there, sharpshoot lawyer from South Africa. I asked him, what are you doing? He's selling, I'm selling bananas and apples and uh, onions and all. I said, you're a lawyer, isn't it? He said, yes. I said, why are you selling? He said, they don't accept. I must write this exam, this exam, this exam then. Imagine from South Africa, qualified lawyer, procureur, all attorney, whatever you want to call. They say, no, we don't accept. If they don't accept that, what are you going to do with your matric certificate? They'll take it and throw it in a basket, you know, in the waste paper basket. That's what they will do. So don't fool yourself with all these things here. So after that, I met him. He said, no, now he can practice. He passed all the exams and so forth and so on. So don't think you can go far with that matric exam of yours and matric certificate. It's a waste of time. And therefore, I'm dead against all these schools of today. Next year, 2023, they're going to start teaching your children who are minors, who are not balik, 
how to use a condom. They're going to show them how your private part functions. They will show the boys. They will show the girls and all these things here. So before they'll make the boy and girl sit together, remove every sign of haya. Allah created children with haya. Kullum with shame and modesty. Kullum mauludin yuladu al-fitra. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Every child, you must remember, Allah Ta'ala created with that dispensation and ability, capability of Islam. But the environment and the people, then they change him. Then the parents come, they make him a Jutla or a Jew. They make him a Christian, Catholic, a Protestant or Anglican, Lutheran, whatever. Or they make him a fire worshiper, Zoroastrian and so forth. Or Buddhist or whatever. So that is what happens. So now this whole system is geared up to take religion and throw it right out. That is the meaning of secularism, to promote a godless society. Religion, you practice in your house. Don't come tell us about religion. Islam says religion is primary. We believe in a theologic system. Everywhere, Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. Before I eat, Bismillah in the name of Allah. Before I drink, Bismillah. Before I drive, Bismillah. Before I sleep, Bismillah. So everywhere. But that they want to remove and eradicate. So therefore, when I, you see Muslims today, I receive messages. This Muslim person says, no, I don't agree with you. You can say Happy Christmas to a non-Muslim Christian. What is wrong with it? What is wrong with it? You lose your iman if you're not Kemfutkar. Can you celebrating the birth of God? You're celebrating the birth of the Son of God. 100% kufr and blasphemous. And you're asking me what is wrong and you tell me you're a Muslim? So we must be thinking, you see. So they want the apologetic Muslim, those who can become the bootlickers, those who will apologize and so forth. So that is what you will find in the Arab countries, you will find in Pakistan, and last we come to our beloved country, South Africa. There's no country after that. It's only ocean. You go Cape Town, Marajal Bahrain, Indian Ocean, Atlantic Ocean. So what do we see? Let us be honest about it. It is disaster. You know, my habit is 12.30 before I go for Salat, I listen to BBC News. They got two minutes. Then I go for Salat. When I come back, I listen to 702. So I know I got international news South Africa. So they say 2023 will be a year full of court cases. Zuma will be back in court, and this Mota will be back in court, and that Mota will be back in court, and so forth. I wanted to ask them, when you take him ESCOM to court, you understood? They, they say, listen to this, ESCOM says, nowadays you must use electricity sparingly. ESCOM has requested the government Next year, we want an increase on the tariff for the people who use it, me and you, 30-32% increase. You don't give us electricity and you're asking for 30% increase. وَإِلَى اللَّهِ الْمُشْتَقَى وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ We cry, we beg, we turn to Allah alone. Ya Allah, we are guilty as charged, Ya Allah. We are the transgressors, we are the sinners. Envelope us in your mercy, Ya Allah. وَدَخِلْنَا فِي رَحْمَتِكَ Include us in your special, special mercy. وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ You are the most merciful one to show mercy, O Allah. And protect us, protect our children, our students, our families. Ya Allah, you are the best protector, and he all, might Allah, is the most merciful one, the best one to protect, and the most merciful one to say mercy. So may all, might Allah, protect us all. Next up, inshallah, 3 to 3.35 or so will be this morning's Q&A. Thereafter, wonderful program, and that will be 
the so-called Muslim World Cup the deception of it Azad Mohan Abdul Hamid Sahib so inshallah hafidullah four to five halal or haram ghiza so when we eat halal and consume halal what happens when we eat haram what are the consequences in Urdu Mufti Ahmad Khanpuri five to seven Mohan Khalid Yaqub seven to seven thirty the tafsir you heard Surah was Samai wa Tariq and seven thirty to eight will be Mohan Yunus Patel Rahimullah's advices eight to ten Mohan Arafat and my for the Q&A and then 10 to 11 Tolaba Kusabak a lesson given to the students Quran Hadith Fiqh by Mulana Hanif Luharwi Barakallahu Fiqh Inshallah the, the Tobela will make the podcast and then in the afternoon we will send it out to you the many lessons for all of us Allah Jalla Allah accept us all and make it easy for the Ummah Ameen Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh